1.7 million square miles, or India, 1.3 million. Russia forfeited the share of Germany it had conquered in World War II and its other satellites in Eastern Europe, all of which are now inside the Western Military Alliance, along with some advanced former regions of the Soviet Union, such as the Baltic states. Other former Soviet possessions, such as Azerbaijan, Georgia, and Ukraine, cooperate closely with the West on security matters. Notwithstanding the forcible annexation of Crimea, the war in eastern Ukraine, and the de facto occupation of Abkhazia and South Ossetia, Russia has had to retreat from most of Catherine the Great's so-called New Russia, in the southern steppes, and from Transcaucasia. And apart from a few military bases, Russia is out of Central Asia, too. Russia is still the largest country in the world, but it is much smaller than it was, and the extent of a country's territory matters less for great power status these days than economic dynamism and human capital, spheres in which Russia has also declined. Russian dollar-denominated GDP peaked in 2013 at slightly more than $2 trillion and has now dropped to about $1.2 trillion thanks to cratering oil prices and ruble exchange rates. To be sure, the contraction measured in purchasing power parity has been far less dramatic. But in comparative dollar-denominated terms, Russia's economy amounts to a mere 1.5% of global GDP and is just one-fifteenth the size of the U.S. economy. Russia also suffers the dubious distinction of being the most corrupt developed country in the world, and its resource-extracting, rent-seeking economic system has reached a dead end. The geopolitical environment, meanwhile, has become only more challenging over time, with continuing U.S. global supremacy and the dramatic rise of China. And the spread of radical political Islam poses concerns, as about 15% of Russia's 142 million citizens are Muslim, and some of the country's predominantly Muslim regions are seething with unrest and lawlessness. For Russian elites, who assume that their country's status and even survival depend on matching the West, the limits of the current course should be evident. The Bear's Necessities Russians have always had an abiding sense of living in a providential country with a special mission, an attitude often traced to Byzantium which Russia claims as an inheritance. In truth, most great powers have exhibited similar feelings. Both China and the United States have claimed a heavenly-mandated exceptionalism, as did England and France throughout much of their histories. Germany and Japan had their exceptionalism bombed out of them. Russia's is remarkably resilient. It has been expressed differently over time. The Third Rome, the Pan-Slavic Kingdom, the world headquarters of the Communist International. Today's version involves Eurasianism, a movement launched among Russian emigres in 1921 that imagined Russia as neither European nor Asian, but a sui generis fusion. The sense of having a special mission has contributed to Russia's paucity of formal alliances and reluctance to join international bodies, except as an exceptional or dominant member. It furnishes Russia's people and leaders with pride.
but it also fuels resentment toward the West for supposedly underappreciating Russia's uniqueness and importance. Thus is psychological alienation added to the institutional divergence driven by relative economic backwardness. As a result, Russian governments have generally oscillated between seeking closer ties with the West and recoiling in fury at perceived slights, with neither tendency able to prevail permanently. Yet another factor that has shaped Russia's role in the world has been the country's unique geography. It has no natural borders, except the Pacific Ocean and the Arctic Ocean, the latter of which is now becoming a contested space too. Buffeted throughout its history by often turbulent developments in East Asia, Europe, and the Middle East, Russia has felt perennially vulnerable and has often displayed a kind of defensive aggressiveness. Whatever the original causes behind early Russian expansionism, much of which was unplanned, many in the country's political class came to